excited. <laughs> God, that was such a f-ing good show. It was so good, man. I'm so happy. All right. Ready? Ready. All right. Go in. Five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast. And we are back from our little break, this time with a new segment. That's right. So we are actually just going to be focusing on movie reviews this time. That's right. Just the movies. So tonight we just have me and over here is our usual technical director, Mike Cards. He's the new show host. That's right. (laughs) How you doing, Mike? I'm doing fantastic. You're doing good, man? Nobody can see, but I'm laying on the ground. (laughs) We got to show like a picture. We got to put up a picture with this. Mike is literally laying down <laughs> on the floor with a mic just shoved right into his face. It's perfect. You know, <laughs> my back is like amazed right now. All I need is just like. You, you just like the audio only stuff, don't you? Oh, it's so much easier. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I, I still love like the video presence mm-hmm. and everything. Like it's, it's cool and all. Yeah. But. The audioness of it, it just creates more physical freedom. It's 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 more relaxing. You feel less restrained. Exactly. Yeah. But tonight we're not going to be talking about just our new free form for this podcast. No. What we're going to be talking about tonight, of course, is the release of The Last of Us. Oh my God. HBO Max. Holy shit. That was, that was something. I had zero expectations. Same. Zero. And what I saw, what came out to be, it was... It was amazing. They did such good justice, not just to the game, but to new audiences who have never played. Exactly. I mean, you you had the same creator for the game, too. So yeah. the show, Last of Us, was created by both Craig Mason and Neil Druckmann, which Neil Druckmann was the creative director for the game, The Last of Us. Yes. For those you who don't know, Craig Mason, his Fantastic, fantastic HBO show Chernobyl. If you, anyone has never seen that, I suggest watch yes, that. Yes, go watch that. Craig Mason is a really brilliant show writer. I'm not going to say that for films. No, <laughs> but I was actually genuinely surprised about but, that. By some of the films that he wrote and everything. Yes, because yeah. I was like, oh my God, like I've seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that, let's go over the full rundown for the show. So yes, we're going to be covering over The Last of Us, which premiered on January 15th on HBO Max, mm-hmm. which stars Pedro Pascal as Joel, yep. Bella Ramsey as Ellie, and Gabriel Luna as Tommy. And of course, you got so much more others in that show but man that was an intense first oh first God. episode man the actual i had stress yeah it's stress did you feel it yeah and like, you, you've actually played the game too right yes and the in the beginning of the game too there's even built stress too but mm-hmm. they expand that so much further because well this one it starts not just on the night of but actually it's the, t- day. It's the day of so you get a few more hours of like development of what happens and it freaks me out <laughs> one because i know what's gonna happen yeah but also the fact of like little things that are like like, oh, don't worry about it. But it's like, man, there's a lot more ambulances today. Yeah. Or like the, well, not, well, I guess I should start with how, how it Sarah, started. Yeah, yeah, how Sarah it started. So let's start with the bidding. Give yeah. it like a brief synopsis of what happened. So Sarah, Joel's daughter. Mm-hmm. Who was played by um, Nico Park, right? Yes. Yeah, which. I, okay. great. Yeah, it was great. Okay, so when I first turned it on and mm-hmm. I was first watching it. I, I haven't seen trailers. I haven't seen reviews. Nothing. I went mm-hmm. blind because I, I I did the Adrian. I wanted to go in blind for this. Okay. So first turn on. I only knew it was Pedro Pascal 
and Bella Ramsey in this. So I and um, Nick Offerman. Those are the only three people I knew who were in this. Okay, yeah. So when they first opened up, and then you got past the whole um, 1968 intro, and it goes into 2003 mm-hmm. with Sarah. And I first see Sarah, and I see Nico Robert or um, Nico Park. Sorry, there so you Nico go. Park. I was like, hold on. Yeah, and I was like. Maybe okay. Say Nico Robin as yeah, in yeah. One Piece. Yeah, One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> one Piece. <laughs> That's right. It's a tie-in. Yeah, it's a tie-in. It's a prequel. <laughs> no. So you see Nico Park as Sarah, and I was like, "Oh shit!" They 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 they, they race swapped it. So I immediately had to pause the show, check the reviews to see if anyone was bitching about that. And to my surprise, no one was complaining. I. You know what? I have a theory on that, but I'm going to wait till later. But, you know, usually these things, when they start doing the race swapping, immediately you get the, you know, the people, you know, throwing up the picket signs, getting mad. You know, how dare you take our little white blonde girl away from us? You know, that kind of stuff. Do you think it mattered at all if she it, was white or black because the matter. outcome is still the same? It did not matter. And I, we talked about this many times. I don't really care too much about race swapping or race changes as long as, you know, it's not detrimental to the character itself. Yeah. So I was just surprised I didn't see a lot of bitching. Yeah. So that was the first thing when I first turned on. I was like, I had to stop to check, finally check reviews to see if anyone was complaining. When I saw no one was complaining, I was like, all right, it has to be really good. If everyone's going to look over this, bam, what a surprise. It was fantastic. Yeah. Everyone loved her. Mm-hmm. And I loved her. Uh, and it, I hated the fact that I did because I was like, you know what? You, you know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. And I'm like, God damn it. Like. The entirety of that beginning episode was getting attached to her mm-hmm. and the entirety of starting from the morning of Joel's birthday. And start, and you start the first episode through her highs. Yes. You know, that first 30 minutes was just her life through that day. Yes. You see her as the almost as the protagonist of this story. Mm-hmm. So that way, when the ending comes and... We'll probably explain. Honestly, if you if you don't know, there's going to be spoilers ahead. Yeah, definitely the huge major but, spoiler. Yeah. But yes, you you grown to love her by seeing her at school. You go over to the to the watch store where she fixes the watch, mm-hmm. which she eventually gives Joel for his birthday. But also the little things that happen on her journey, such as at school, where it's yeah. during class, you see one of her classmates starting to have muscle spasms mm-hmm. in hands. You can kind of see like the fungus taking over. Yes. And then going to the, to the watch stop where the guy's like working on, it. he's like, Oh, whatever. Blah, and blah, then the blah. wife, freaking and the out. wife coming in, freaking out. It's like, we're closing early. Everyone like she has to go, you go home, you go home right now, go home. Right. And just closes up the shop, drapes down. She's like, Oh, what the hell? That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And then see more ambulances and then freaking jets flying over. Yeah. So it's like, Oh my you God. You see the buildup. Like, you see the buildup yes. happening. And it's like the worst case scenario continues to climb and it's going up the ladders of like, Oh shit, mm-hmm. what can go wrong? What else can go wrong? And it's just building the entirety of the 30 minutes. And then you finally get to Mrs. Adler's house. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about before. So before she was at Miss, Mrs. Adler's house, the neighbors mm-hmm. and everything was still fine. Did that freak you out when you start seeing the transformation of the old lady right behind you? Yes, dude. And it was blurred out and you kind of see the mouth just open up and she's like. (laughs) I hate that. Okay, that that method Mm -hmm. freaks me out the most. Because you can't see anything too well. No, and and it's the oblivious Mm -hmm. of it because like the person's like in their own head. Yeah. And you don't know what's going on. It gives me like that woman in black feel. Okay, yeah. Where. Everything is out of focus, but you see something there. Mm-hmm. Something is right there. And to see her go through the transformation with no noise. Nothing. By the way, <laughs> is horrifying because <laughs> it just goes to show you like 
that the most dangerous thing that's developing isn't some loud, ruckus, right. dramatic music buildup. It comes quiet. It comes quietly, and you never know when it's happening, mm. and it's terrifying. Yeah, that was, that was frightening. Just, and then yeah. you finally get to see later on when shit starts kicking off with, yet again, the old lady. Yep. Is, that's Miss Adler, or is the one making the cookies Miss Adler? Uh, the one who was being eaten alive on the floor by her mom. Yeah, yeah and then, yeah, like, is that part, when you get to that part when the old lady, the mom, yeah, she fully is infected and she attacked the husband and the wife. I yep. think the wife was Miss Adler. And then you just see her like, chomping on her neck on the ground and when she looks up you see that little fuzzy silly of the tendra coming out of the mouth I did not like that you did not like that disgusting (laughs) I was hoping it was going to be like a little bit more disgusting like slimy or like thicker pieces but no it was like fuzzy yeah it's fuzzy yeah Yeah. And it's like the way it attaches on to people when it was eating. Like, remember when uh, Joel was carrying Sarah and he saw all those people on the floor being eaten alive? Yes. Yeah. It was and like he, that. And they were all, there was no like, you know what was weird is like when that was happening, mm-hmm. there was no like chomping or like tearing. It was just like, was that's white, that silent eating. The silent that. eating and just like moving the the fungi moving into a new host yeah yeah and it was like it's so fucking gross so the part where uh pedro pascal so joel and tommy finally show up to the house Mm -hmm. and they get sarah and you have that long scene of them driving through town i love how they still stuck with that even to even from her point of view from the back yes and then it switches oh my goodness this the cinematography alone what was the name of that movie where it was the same thing. It was a camera in the actually in the middle of the car. Was it was it 30 weeks later for what? When that same type of feel where it was like that, it was almost like uh, from the point of view of the audience and it swiveled it actually in a full circle. I think it was 30 weeks later. No, you're thinking about children of men, right? I think they're driving down a road. It's blocked off. And then the motorcycles yes. attacking them. Yeah, that's Children of oh, okay. Men. That's Children, children of Men, yeah. It, re- it reminded me of that, Children of Men. Yeah, yeah. Just re- not a one take, though. No, yeah, just not yeah. a one take. But I loved how they still stuck with that trueness from the game where it's yeah. like, you are panicking. You are looking around like, mm-hmm. what is going on? What's happening? Am I infected? How do you know exactly, I'm not infected? Exactly, yeah. Like, and uh, the driving through town. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And just seeing that, like when they had to pass by the people who are broken down, they're like, nope. That, that's one thing I also want us to talk about is like how close the dialogue and cinematography were to the original game. I think when like, you had no choice but to stick to that, because I mean, I mean, the writers always, let's be honest, like writers always like to take their civil liberties yes. and kind of just like go off a tangent and they only like take small snippets. But yeah. this was almost like, so when, um, Joel first comes home before everything goes down and then uh, Sarah gives him the gift. That whole scene on the couch, Mm -hmm. that was almost word for word from the game. Yeah. Dialogue, script by script. Yeah. Little, I want to say little things that probably the actors did that maybe changed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, exactly the same. They wanted to carry the same emotional weight from the game. Mm -hmm into a series. And I think because you have a creative director from the game, game itself, there yeah. uh, to help with this process and be like, Hey, it has to be like this mm-hmm. really helps. But also the fact 
that who were who was the creative director again? What was his name? So uh, Neil Drunkman. Neil. Well, Drunkman. yeah, Neil Drunkman, who was the creator of the game, and I think what we're trying to say is like this is why you also have Craig Mason, who yes. wasn't part of the game, but he's good with writing shows. Yes. Them piecing together, so you work with what was originally there. Yes. And you're still providing. It's not really new. It's like more content. Yes. Because that's the thing. Like they weren't trying to change things to make it new or fresh. It was just more like. And expansion. Details. Expansion, yeah. yeah. Expansion yeah. on the story. And when you have a creative director, but also a writer who are huge fans of the games mm-hmm. and are very passionate, but like, yeah, I want to make this into a series. I think it works very well in it that. Does. So that they're like, oh, yes, these have to be this way. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not having clashings of like, well, I envisioned it this way. You know, well, I would have been this Well, like way. I said, it, it helps having the same people. Like I said, you had Neil Drunkman, and yeah. then you still have Sony Pictures Television and yeah. Sony PlayStation Productions working mm-hmm. together who, you know, are the developers for the actual game. Yeah. Now moving on to work with the show. So it's it's good to have everyone still who worked on the original piece yeah. back for this. You even had the same music writer, the composer. So everybody Gustavo, was everyone. still, that was Even awesome. the person playing Marlene. Everything. Every, you see what I'm saying? It was like, you brought everything. You did everything right. Yes. You brought everyone who originally worked on this over for this. Yes. And if they weren't fully 100% in the scene, they actually had some say within the production for this. Yes. And so, and I want to say that only... The only things that really were different in this episode, or at least the beginning Mm -hmm. when it's showing during everything popping off, is the expansion of Sarah. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much it. The expansion of Sarah as her character and throughout her day was like new. Yeah, that was new. And then the rest of it was gameplay. Exactly (laughs) as the gameplay. Yeah. And it was like, why mess up something that's perfect? I mean, exactly. It carries the same stress and weight as you're driving through town. I think the one thing that I did love was when they were driving through town and you know, when there's a panic and in the game, they get T-boned by another truck. And then you see that same truck. You're like, oh shit, here it comes. And it's like, oh, that's not going to happen. All right. Well, how are they going to crash? Plane. No, a fucking plane. <laughs> a plane. And just to be like, what the f- Holy no, no. shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when they're backing up and they look and they see the plane, he's like, go, 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 go. I was like, I was oh, like, shit. Yeah. And Ashley, she was watching it with me, too. Okay. And she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did Ashley play the game? She's never played. Okay, so, this was her ex- first experience. This was her first life, experience. How she like it? She loved it. Oh, she was man. like, holy shit. Like, yeah. in the beginning, you know, where the, you have the... Uh, from the, what was it, 1970, 1960, whatever? It was 1968 from the very 1968. beginning. I love that actor, too, by the way. The guy from The Mummy. Yes. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, and from Spartacus. He's fantastic. Dude, he's fantastic. I love him. Yeah. Uh, but I think that part kind of, I was drawn into it. I was freaked out. I think she, she wasn't. Was kinda, I think she was like, okay. Like, well, like she's still watching. Because, like, it, that part, I yeah, I want to talk about that beginning part, too. Because, like, that was something where it got to me where I was like, oh, my goodness. All right. They're going to play with this a little bit. That global warming thing where it's like yes. you give any species just enough time to evolve mm-hmm. and you make the conditions for them perfect. Then. Yeah. And I, that's what I like because he was like, no, it's not scary, but I'll tell you what scary is. Yeah. This is what's really terrifying. And that was even that was even terrifying me, just the concept of what he yeah, was explaining. Yeah, it was freaking me out. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Because like, that can be true. Yes. I mean, you, you make your planet for the right conditions for a fungus or a virus to 
expand and spread and evolve out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so the same thing that's happening like with gonorrhea. How many times has it been like antibiotics and everything? And it just keeps evolving. Yeah. And we think about that stuff. It's like, okay, it's not, you know, big an issue. And we think about all these, you know, smaller viruses that don't affect us, but you give it the right conditions to evolve in. Man. And it just, it's blown out of proportion. It is. But I, I like that. And I was a little skeptical at first for them not going with the whole spores concept, but seeing how it would not really yeah, yeah make, make sense. Yeah. Gameplay, it makes sense because you want obstacles. Yeah. But it does transition over differently when you're, um, in when, f- when it's a, in a film or film. when a series. Yeah. So. Yeah. At first, I was like, man, I was all pissed. I'm yeah, not going to lie. No, I was pissed. No spores, yeah. Because I was, uh, when I heard about that, I was nitpicking. I was looking for a flaw. No, I don't. When all the announcements and everything they were talking about this, I was so nitpicky with it. Yes. I was like. And when they said no spores, I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. And so, and then, but then they released a video describing like how it didn't really make Makes sense. Makes sense. And you know, that the world will just be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, all right. And then they show in it the actual show and how it's spreading when I was like, okay, mm. this is pretty cool. Yeah. And then of course, I think now it's time we finally get to it. <laughs> the death. Oh, of course. The death of Sarah. Good old Sarah's death. Spoiler. If you have not played the game. Oh my God. First episode, 30 minutes in. <sighs> Poor Sarah. I cried. You cried? I cried. I teared up. I was like, I got to go through this again. Now, was it because of the situation or is it because this time of the performance? It's both. Because Pedro Pascal. He expanded more on that. He, I felt that. I felt that. It was also the, the visual of how un, unpretty it is. Unpretty, yeah. Un, unbeautiful, I guess. Like how, the death how is. How ugly it is. Yeah. It's, it's messy. She, He's trying to put pressure on this wound that won't stop and mm-hmm. so it's getting on his arms and you can, you can see her like you can see her panicking and not yeah knowing she's you, confused yeah. she's hurt mm-hmm. she's scared she doesn't know what's going on and he can't do anything about it and then she just dies yes and so to see that broke me all over again mm. and i was like god damn it you broke the first time when you played the game oh absolutely oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was my first time ever playing a game that started out that way oh, okay. and i was like shit i was like oh my god like <laughs> What did I just start? <laughs> but continuing to play, I was like, I can't get enough. This, yeah, it's, this it's game great. is so good. It's mm-hmm. a movie. It's so fucking good. So to see that in again, to relive that trauma, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically, <laughs> to what? Oh, my child's dead again. That's my child. Man. That's my child. But to see Pedro Pascal's yeah performance of his daughter dying, and apparently that was like a. That was first take, one take. That was it. How can you, man? I mean, if you get a performance like that first take, anything else is shit. That was, it was spot on. And you could totally tell, like, he put himself in that position. He felt that. Yes, he felt. And um, further on now that it has, like, a future time skip, and now you're now seeing Joel, whereas, like, you see, like, in the gameplay before, you kind of, like, interact. You kind of walk around. Mm -hmm. you, You see how life is. And... You see the the federal raid of of a house where people are getting lined up. They're getting tested with the beeps, you know, making sure if they're affected, they're affected, they're killed automatically. Mm. And to see that um, with the with a kid, the child, the child just wandering, Mm -hmm. looking for refuge. 
the same thing as well. You know, telling us like, oh, hey, you know, where are you from? How'd you get that on your leg? That mark on your leg looks pretty bad. And it was like, okay, shit, he's been bit. Yeah, he gets I, tested, shows up red. And instead of saying, and, but instead of going to the same brutal act. She as, kept, she kept a fake niceness with that. Yeah, kept his, because I mean, I mean, how would you want to go instead? Would you rather be like, hey, listen, you're infected. We got to kill you. So we save all these people. You get it? Yeah. Or do you want to be like, hey. We're going to get you some new clothes. We're going to get you lots of toys to play with. We're going to get you some hot food. Does that sound good? And then we just got to give you a little medicine. It's going to make you feel a little bit better. And then we'll get you all the stuff, right? Just a little prick. Well, and then dead. Yeah, it's like, it's humane, but it's not. <laughs> yes. It's it's humane. And that's what I also loved as well with Fedra. its appearance, mm-hmm. is that they're not good, but they're not evil. They're just... In this situation, they're that's trying like, to manage what they can manage. Yes. They're, and they're doing what they believe is the best for survival for humanity. Yes. And of course, you have the fireflies of like, you know, lift up, release martial law, bring back government, you know, yeah. something like that. But it's like, I get it. It's like, we need that. At the same time, we also need this. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that line of like, it's, it's what do you those, do? Well, it's one <laughs> like, of those things. If you think about it, if they were to sit down at a table and just talk with each other, yes. I'm pretty sure they would have established a perfectly decent government. Yeah. But, that would have helped, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, in the last like 20 years, mm-hmm. you're trying, You this has never been tested or field tested before, like no. to this degree, like people turning into these things and then killing and eating each other. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. how do you set up like a civil like vote? You know, yeah. How do you set up like a civil debate of like, now if we close these borders, these fungi will go home. You know, first debate is like these fungi, and then there's a raid, and then they all just pour in. You know, and then everyone dies. So it's like, okay, we need to bring in, we need to take control. This shuts down. This shuts down. Mm. And unfortunately, this is our new program. Yeah. And I also like the fact that it also shows these federal agents where. Joel being a black, you know, black market smuggler. Yeah. Brings in opioids. Opioids, yeah. You know, for for food vouchers. And you see these soldiers that are like, yeah, they're they need them not just to get high. To deal with their job. To deal with their job and the stress of everything that they see Mm -hmm. and do. And so it's like, yeah, we need this to to be able to sleep. To sleep after all the people we killed, the innocent and stuff like that. So I like the the moral gray. Like it's there's that. no one who's just bad to be bad. No, there's a there's a reason, and it's like it's bad. But what else is there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's <Yeah. laughs> that's the thing. We have this, but we also have this, and also uh, the thing of um, the set design of everything. Yeah, I was about to say. I was, like, I was about to ask you, how did you feel about the set for like when it gets into the future? It's so one to be able to still see. The that, the feeling of nature overtaking yeah. See, everything again, reclaiming. That was one thing I did not think that they were going to go for the massive landscapes because you're going to require a lot of CG for that for yeah. computer generation. But I didn't think that they were going to go for it. I thought they're going to keep everything small, minimal scale because you want to keep a live action. But man, the balls for them to go oh, wide did. scale. They did. And I'm glad they did it. Looks did good. It. it looks good. I think. But you know what's crazy is that. We're never going to see Boston again. <laughs> like it's taking place in Boston. Yeah. In the beginning before they go out uh, yeah. on their massive venture. And it looks great. You know, the structure of the buildings and everything like that. And it's like, oh, wow. Like 
this is one of the sets. We'll come back to you later. No, you're never going to come back. No, you're, <laughs> like, you're not coming back. That's it. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, they put so much, much effort, effort into this to never use it again. <laughs> hey, if, if you're doing a show like this, you got to go. You got to go balls you, you gotta go to the wall. And that was like one thing I was super excited for. That's going to be leading into the next episode, too. It's they actually had the two towers, the skyscrapers that was yes. going, and you know, that's them, a huge, like leaning yeah, in. Yeah. And that's a huge setting in the game. When yes, it is. That, when I saw them walking towards, it, I was like, man, they're keeping on track and keep it on track with you, the game. Yep. Hearing the clickers inside or like, mm-hmm. and just hearing the overlapping yeah. amount of clickers that are inside that, you know, are there. Mm-hmm. You're like, fucking, uh, you're like shit. The second episode is going to go. How do you like that clicker that was stuck to the wall? So the effects and the costume for that, because that reminded me a lot of um, Annihilation. Have you seen Annihilation? Yes. So, you know, that same exact thing, the, the soldier who was stuck to the wall in the little bath. Mm-hmm. Place, yes. That that almost reminded me exactly of that scene from Annihilation. That was uh, that was expected. That was to be expected. I think mm-hmm. uh, the way it popped out was pretty cool. Yeah. But the uh, the look and everything of yeah. it. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Because, I mean, in the game, you do see ones where it's like clickers that have either died yeah. But like the fungi continue to grow mm-hmm. and they just grow on the wall. Was pretty cool to yeah, be able it's, to see. It's, that. it's a cool to actually see that. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm what are you stoked for for next episode? <sighs> Bro, probably it's probably too soon already. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see their first clicker. The actual moving clicker, yeah. They actually move because they kind of showed it in the trailer, but at the same time in the trailer, I I think I saw hints of a bloater. Oh, okay. And for those that don't know, a bloater is just a Big ass clicker. That's just basically the the person that's infected the longest. The longer they're infected, the more they, I guess you could say, evolve. Yeah. The bigger the fungi. Yeah. So as bloater is one person who's been infected for years versus one massive. Yeah. And it's massive. And is that the in the like the weeks to come that one that's crawling on the ground? I think so. Okay, that because they look big. It looked big. And I was like, oh shit! It looked almost fully CGI. Was that CG? That wasn't an actor, right? That almost looked like a full CG character. I wouldn't doubt if it was like a full CG. Yeah. Because I think it would think it would be more believe or at least to some degree, it'd be more believable to be like partially CG mm-hmm. to still build the, the size, the size, the scale of, it, of yeah. this threat. Because I don't know if I can take like another person dressed as like Goro, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the first Mortal Kombat, you know, where it's just a person. <laughs> person through the arms and then they just stacked like an extra like three feet torso on top of them (laughs) i don't know if i can do that i'd be like i'd be like all right i'm done (laughs) like i'm out i I missed uh, the man goro man i I missed a little goro it's it's the the fucking it's the muppets animation called the chicken legs Looking like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Oh, man. Yeah. So I, I hope we don't get any of that going. But yeah, man, everything looks good. It gets me pumped. Excited. I'm excited for the next episode, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty stoked for everything to come. I mean, everything, other podcasts as well, because I know the Last of Us podcast, they mm-hmm. do a lot of, you know, they go into full depth all with that Troy Baker and all that stuff. But to still be able to, I guess, from the creative aspect of that, we want to do the review on from mm-hmm. an audience perspective. I feel it gives such great respect yeah. to not only the game because as it was described, it's actually, uh, it's, it's demonstrating two audiences. Like you're, tr- you're trying to, 
they're trying to grasp two audiences. One, you have the gamers who played it. Who and played then, it. And then you have people that are new, new to, to it. it. Yeah. But I did also see somewhere, someone, I don't know, it's a little it's a little bit of gossip. Has nothing to do with the actual review. Okay. But I did see somewhere where a certain co-creator mm. of the game did not get credit. Really? And he's pretty pissed. Oh, who was it? I am pulling up right now. And he was saying that not only were they not credited, but, you know, they didn't get any payments or anything regarding to this. Nothing. Blah, 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 blah. You know, but um, I'm trying to see, like, the side of it. Okay. You know? Uh, hold on. Hold on. I know we're a little over time. Hang on. Uh, here we go. Co-creator Bruce Straley. Oh, Straley? Straley. Says right here, it's an argument for unionization that someone who was part of the co-creation of the world of those characters isn't getting a credit or nickel of the work that they put into it. What exactly did he do? Was he a writer? Was he like an environment? Was he like a program? Like what did he do? That's what I that's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know if like what what significance did he have towards this game? That warrants him to I mean, just cause, you know, if it's just like, hey, I worked on this game and I helped make this game now give me a part of the idea, I mean, then you'll have to include every single programmer, developer. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how important was he to the development of the original game? Exactly. He is the co-director. For the game. For the game, yes. So he didn't help in directing the film or the show? No, no. So they only got Neil Drunkman, okay. one of the co-creators. Okay. And they didn't. It seems like they did not contact Bruce Straley. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. That's some um, that's some um, They only needed one. I guess that makes sense. What level of like co-directing did he do though? It like just was it just game director? Did was he in charge of like because you have the director where it's like the director oh, hey. and card of story, and then there's the director who's in charge of production. Well, then I would ask the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, let's say that's the, if they set it up that way, if that's how it was, then yeah, it'll make sense. Get the guy who created the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. You do the production, the directing of the production of it where it's like, oh yeah. Now when you're swinging into that clicker, swing really wide, you know, for gameplay. (laughs) Like I get that. Yeah. But sorry, I'm going to go with the story because we're trying to create a story. Yeah. (laughs) And we're not going to create another game. We're going to have film make people making this now. Yeah. Yeah. But in uh, but yeah, aside from that, uh, I'm, I'm very excited for where this series goes. Yeah. Like, um, did they say how many episodes this was going to be the whole, they did not. Is this a mini series? Are they going to do seasons? I heard season two was already approved. Okay. So they're actually going to do a full series series. Yeah. Okay. And that's, if that's the case, I, I'm going to predict 10 episodes. Yeah. 10 episodes. I feel like 10 episodes is a very. That's the standard. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty much the standard. Cool. Let's see. My thing though, is if they're going to do a season two, where they're going to leave off at. You see what I'm saying? Joel getting killed. (laughs) Oh, are you thinking about like doing a part one, part two, season one, season two of like the games? Yeah. I think that's what they're. Season one's going to end at the end of part one, the game, and then season two will pick up at part two of the game. That's what you're talking about. Maybe. Maybe I, don't Maybe. I don't know if they're going to go that far. Do you think they only plan to write just for the first game? Mm. 
Cause that is a lot of material to cover over. It is a lot of material. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to read them. I just kind of skim past that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard was that it was uh, in toxins looking good and it's probably get greenlit. So, okay. So yeah, if it is the continuation of this, the last of us, yeah. this current one off the first game. Yeah. Then there is a lot of material to work yeah, with. Yeah, definitely a lot, man. But yeah, I'm yeah. so excited for this. Anything else you got to add before we fully close out, man? Oh, man. Let me, I mean, tune in, you know, how, how often are we doing these? Uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out right now. Yeah. This is just the first one coming up, but usually with the big stuff. I mean, the next big big one I could think of is, I which one comes? No, Scream comes out in March, right? Yeah. So it's either gonna be the next one's gonna be Cocaine Bear or Ant Man <laughs> Quantumanium. I think Cocaine Bear, because one of them's on the seventeenth, the other one's on the twenty fourth of next month. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for Cocaine Bear. So am I. <laughs> cocaine Bear is going to hit. Oh, it's going to be so good. Fuck yeah. But yeah, that's going to be a good place where we're going to cut off tonight's episode. Yep. So we want to thank you all for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about The Last of Us first episode? Did you love it? Did you hate it? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our next junior YouTube channel. If not, we put this up on our open forum at our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast for a list to discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put out episodes every wednesday now that's exciting that's right we're changing every it wednesday. up we're gonna be wednesday's releases that's except right. for the movie reviews we're gonna figure out where to yeah intersplice these but for now this first one will be definitely wednesday yep uh, for audio listeners you can find the red band podcast on itunes amazon music Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And Mark, do you have any last things before we fully, fully close off that you want to say? Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, other than, you know, all the different ways you can be able to listen to us, uh, as Anthony's mentioned. Also, you know, we're up on YouTube. We can be able to watch our content uh, of our other previous episodes of the Ram Band Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as our social media pages. We're also on Instagram. We're on TikTok. Uh, we don't have a Twitter. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not We don't Twitters. do that. We're not Twitters. We're not Twitterers. All right, we don't do that shit. You look yeah. like a Twitter. Do I look like a Twitter? <laughs> look at those Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds a little racist. <laughs> oh, a little Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitlet. <laughs> Go on, your little twitlet. Oh, God. We just started a new racial term. Yeah. Oh, no. How do we do this every time? Fucking A. But, yes, all the different ways you can be able to listen to us. We also have a Patreon account. Mm-hmm. So consider heading on over there and uh, subscribing so that we can be able to create more content for you. We're almost there. We're right so there. Close. So we can make this full time. We want to make this full time so we can give you guys all bunch of stuff. We have so many ideas. So head on over there. Consider subscribing so that we can you can help us make that goal a reality. Exactly. And that's all I got. So yeah, can't wait to hear from you guys next time. All right, guys, you heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Thank you.